Dungeoneers! Welcome to Applied Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that likes to kick ass and take names. And guess what? I'm all out of names. Like seriously, my NPC sheet is completely empty. Hopefully we don't meet any new characters this episode. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, the irreverent brawler who runs the show, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts. We have Daniel here, the muscles of the group. Yeah, I'm the muscles and also the clams. Ka-chow! That was really funny, Daniel. Yeah, that's who's Daniel. I'm Muscles Clamson. Oh, that's that's a good name. I'm gonna have to write that one down. Yeah, that could be one of your NPCs. Muscles Clamson, ready to shell out some pain oh god <laughs> so good so good uh, this is like a 90s oh my god well, yeah anyway well janelle is here as well her sharp senses let her know exactly where to strike where it hurts gonna shell out some damage back at muscles clamson yeah uh but i don't really i don't really do the more physical shelling out i guess you could say but some words some chit chat later, but uh, yeah, I I know how to make it hurt. Yeah, Janelle's Janelle's really mean. They call me Muscles Clampson, aka the damage. The damage. <laughs> the damage. <laughs> like a dam, which is a buildup of sticks and mud, which prevents water flow through a. Anyway, and you're oh, old. I see. Yeah, the damage. The damage. Well, before Daniel dominates this introduction, let's move on Muscles to Nate. <laughs> Nate's here, and thankfully, he's a lover, not a fighter, so we don't need to worry about a whole Muscles Clampson bit from him. I find that if people sit there and try and focus on this generation and their problems, they would never succeed in the grand scope of things. I believe in procreating as far as I can to create an army for the future. Ooh. Well, Joel's here, too, and he's the quiet boy who likes to break out of his shell and destroy everything when he's had enough. Yeah, and I'm teetering on the edge with Muscles Clamps and being here. Any second now, I could erupt. Mm, muscles Clamps and... <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> muscles Clamps and has left the building. Thank God, Thank am I right? Thank God, because finally, we have AJ here. Watch out. Mm -hmm. His teeth are really sharp and really strong, and he can bite through clamshells. That's right, because that's what I do as the otter one. I was going to call, call you Chompy, but oh, that otter, been fun. otter one works good, too. That was, I tried. Didn't work out? No, I'm too lazy. This whole intro hasn't worked out, but let's keep going. Yeah. Thank you, Daniel, for ruining the intro today. Muscles clips and always gives his back. <laughs> Joel, he's back. Joel, get him. <laughs> da -da 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 damage. Every time he does this voice, he like sits up real straight and gets his arms all puffy and puts his chest out and he's like, muscles clamps. It's because Muscles Clampson lives inside the diaphragm or inside my stomach after a nice seafood dinner. Ew. Mm. Oh. I love clams. And muscles. And, and muscles. Guys, I don't want to do this episode anymore. <laughs> <laughs> muscles Clampson aside, 
Please, for the love of God, Daniel, can we move on from that? <laughs> How is everybody doing this week? Well, I'm hungry now. Yeah, all the talk about clams and oysters. Oh, my God, I love seafood. It's so good. We're going to, like, a, a crab shack, just getting the bucket full of seafood and corn. No, I'm allergic to crab, so never done that. Is that right? Is that is that a real thing? or? No, it's a real thing. I, I, I'll get sick if I have crustacean or mollusk. Mm. What about gastropods? Yeah, ga- gastropods are pro- probably, they're in, like, the same family, right? Mollusca, whatever it is. I don't know. I thought I thought they were basically the same snails? thing. They're just they're just a slimy blob of meat. Oh, mm. that's the least appetizing way you could have ever described that. But let's keep going. Well, I mean, that's how I feel about gastropods. Well, snails are snails are good. That's like I was I was just watching a uh, food cooking video recently, and uh, I was watching this guy make giant prawns. And although it looked very good, I was very unsettled by the term. This is the term he used. Like whenever you have the, you know, you have the tail end of the prawn and then you have the head and the inside of the head, they refer to that as head butter. Nice. Sounds gross, but actually looked really good. Huh. And that's my contribution to the conversation. You've contributed enough today, Daniel. Thank you very much. (laughs) You're welcome. Well, I don't have any good segues to get us into the game today. So you guys ready to just play D&D? Yeah. Yeah, D&D. Muscles. <laughs> I swear to God. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, leave. I tried so hard to stay away from it. God damn it. Damn it. You chose poorly. I was too weak. Before we dive in, I'm going to give a quick recap. And then we'll get going with a wonderful seafood free D&D session. I'm looking at you Daniel. Thank you. So, last episode, you guys wrapped up your meeting with Lady Hecate and you learned that her father works for ES Bladeworks, the fine crafting business that has made all of the surgical tools that you found in all these suspicious places. But before you're able to investigate that, after leaving You took a magical trip into a strange shop hidden in a back alleyway. There, you perused the many magical items for sale, not available anywhere else on the material plane, and armed yourselves for the coming storm. So we're going to jump back into our scene. You guys are walking through the rainy, soaked streets of Brimpton to something. I don't know. You guys haven't told me what you're going to do today. So what's your plan? I, I had a quick question before we oh, what? get going on anything. So uh, for the stuff we get from the shop between worlds, I, I think that's what you refer to it as, right? Yes. So like, for instance, the boots I got, uh, why do I need to wait till long rest before I attune to those? St- um, pretty sure you can attune to stuff on a short rest. Mm-hmm. So all you need to do is take a one-hour short rest, and then, yeah, you can attune to whatever magical items you guys have pulled out. Does any Did anyone else get any other magical items they need to attune to? I did. What time of day is it again? It's like midday, but you can't tell because it's dark and stormy. Like right. Water is running in the streets and pooling up. Well, I, for one, know that Theo is tired from this morning's activities, 
and and how cold and rainy it is now. So I think he would uh, go and suggest that we. Well, here I'll do it in character. Uh, Gunner, uh, as fun as as fun as this was, and mind breaking, and and weird, so weird, as this was, I I need a nap. Hmm. Well, that that sounds like a good idea. You can take a nap, and I'll put on these shoes. I'm okay. Well excited about them. Laszlo comes up next to you guys too and says, "Yeah, I could really use a ma- nap myself." Ah, Laszlo, ah. where did you come from? Well, you, I lost you in the streets for a bit. Where'd oh you yeah, guys go. We, we found this door, and he turns around to point to it. Laszlo looks and he's like, "I I don't see anything there." No, it's it's right there. It's the door. It's it's in the oh, alleyway. Oh, Theo. Oh, don't don't worry about Theo. I'm sure he just hit his head. Mm, silly boy. Gunner, where did you get those boots then? Internet. The what? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Let's go back to the tavern and enjoy ourselves. Take a little bit of a nap and put on these shoes. Uh, okay, but uh, where did I get this ball then if we were in the shop? I uh, Look at the ball. Oh, I found that right over there. Did, did I imagine this all? Theo, I think we should just... Go back to the inn and have some food, and we can talk about it there. Oh, uh, okay. I like food. Food is good. My head hurts. Uh, yeah. I mean, we've been through quite a bit today. You've had to play uh, someone you're not used to being, which is literally anyone but yourself. She kind of grins at you. It was so hard. I had to put on accent and everything. I know. It's just so tiring. Um, but let's go back. Okay, I trust you. Did he get her joke? I don't think so. No, he totally did not. <laughs> he thought he thought he did a good job and because he tried real hard to be incognito. I think Gunner goes up to Aegon and he's he's holding his boots and he's like, Did you get anything cool from the the cool shop? Yes, I I saw this rod and it was calling to me almost. Hmm. I got I got these shoes, I got a clipboard. Wow, you you really uh Went to town, didn't you? Yeah, ooh, ends his pan flute. Look, look at this. And he plays a little bit, it, and uh, uh, some snowflakes start falling. Isn't that pretty cool? How useful, right? <laughs> yes, that's certainly a wonderful instrument, Gunner. You guys hear a, a yowl, and you see uh, Master the Cat is under Jasper's cloak again, and he just got splashed with water when uh, Jasper moved his head. Yes, we're also going to have to have some conversations about our pets and Fez eyes master he uh, cuddles up again he cut he cuddles up against Jasper's head take the cloak and just drop it on the cat and walk away tell it they get <laughs> stuck there hopefully the cloak hits the ground like a wet towel and you guys just see a ball trying to move around under it as master tries to get out oh uh, Nate do, does Jasper feel betrayed is that why he's acting so cold he doesn't like being spied on he doesn't like people watching him in this method. Mm. Even Finally, cats. something he actually trusted for once. Nope. Oh, betrayed. He will oh, eventually no. get his vendetta against the cats. Well, what does that mean? That's ominous. Oh, no. Not the cat's fault. It's Lady Hecate's fault. No, Lady Hecate's in the future. Oh, boy. So, Tavern? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I guess. All right, so you guys leave Master the Cat behind, and you guys walk into the tavern. Well, okay, I think I think Gunner goes back and picks up the cloak. He's like, 
Come on, you. I, I, I'm not partial to animals, but I'll, uh, I'll make this one exception. I feel kind of bad because you're in the rain, even though I know that you're actually kind of a secret spy kitty. Anyway, I'm going to walk this way. You can do what you want. All right, so we cut to the tavern, and you guys are all sitting around the table eating lunch. Laszlo looks absolutely miserable, and he's mumbling to himself. I thought we'd be gone by now, but nope. Gotta save the town. Don't know why I'm with these guys. Tell them not to be heroes. Tell them not to be heroes, and now we Just have leave, to be then. heroes. Just leave, then. It's easier. <laughs> he looks over at Jasper and says, I would, but I need you guys. I like you guys. I like you. Uh, he said it. He said he likes us. Yep, and Master saw it, so everyone knows now. He's <laughs> like, I just wanted, I thought we'd be out of town now. thought we'd be able to leave after getting a reading, like getting our fortunes told. Now we're stuck here until you guys solve whatever problem Lady Hecate can't bother to solve herself. Bess smiles, but doesn't say anything. To make it up to you, do you want me to get you a bagel? They have extra bagels. No, I have the money to pay. <sighs> cool. Could you get me a bagel then? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, my god. Theo. I think I'll get a donut. I could use a donut. Did I hear somebody say donut? <laughs> oh no. <gasps> and uh, Smills comes up next to Laszlo and he looks at the party and he says, Hello. Hmm. Hello. Gunner gives him kind of an inquisitive look like. Do I approach him now? Do I approach him later? Hmm. Do, do you want something? Yes, I was actually going to ask you for some help. The bagels are over there. I don't like bagels. Oh, well, La- Lazo's getting a donut. Do you want a donut? I can get you a donut. Well, yeah, I, I have a donut right here. You can oh, see I'm well, holding it in my hand. Then you don't need our help. Well, not, I don't need your help with the donut, Theo. I- oh, okay, that's good. Yeah? He, he kind of looks at all of you guys. You guys are all cold, wet, and miserable. And he says, uh, would, it, would, would it would it be better if I came back later? You don't look like you're in the mood to talk. Well, you're already talking, so why don't you just say it? Yeah, how can we help you? Well, you see, I have a proposition for you. Like a, a business, a business venture. Okay, let's hear what you have. Well, um, I can't talk about it here. I was going to and ask if you'd be able to stop by my office later tonight. And he fumbles around and he pulls out a, like a little business card and says, uh, here, here's my address if you, if you need it. She takes a card. Um, thank you. And when should we meet you? Uh, try uh, before dinner, five o'clock, 5.30ish. Okay. We, I guess we'll be there then. 5.30 right. it is. Alrighty, spectacular. Are, are you going to give us dinner? Uh, no, you'll have to eat dinner yourself afterwards. But it's before... Oh, okay. Well, All it's right. before dinner because then I close around dinner time. What if the meeting goes long? Will you have s- snacks? I was going to say, um, well, uh, oh, my calendar says I'm busy at 5.30. Can we do 5.45? Yeah, we have that thing. Yeah, we have that thing. Um... Your With the clipboard? I highly doubt you have something else to do in this town. Do the clipboard. Do the That's, clipboard. That's uh, highly presumptuous of you, but you don't know why we've traveled here and if we had plans. Well, you know what, Vez? You are correct. I'm sorry for being presumptuous. 
Also, I, I was making a joke, so I'm sorry. Well, no, 545 works fine. Okay, we'll see you then. Yes, and let me tell you, there is a lot of money involved. And he gives you a wink and a big smile. Gunner grins ear to ear. Hmm. Well, alrighty, I will see you at 545. P.M., right? Yes, that's before dinner. I mean, I eat all the time. I just wanted to... Okay. Oh, oh okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The amount of footwork that's needed <laughs> to navigate a regular conversation <laughs> is staggering. Anyway, uh, Lazlo. Welcome to the Midwest. Uh, Lazlo, would, would you come with me? But let's get you those donuts. They have some delicious Bavarian cream-filled donuts over here. So now it's you guys around the table. And he's gone. Yeah. Him and Lazlo. He took Lazlo to go get donuts. Oh, I don't like him. Aegon, is he going to kill us? Oh, I'm sure that he's not. He seems like a wonderful man. I I think he's... I think he's behind the... Uh, you know, Gunner looks left and he looks right. Leans in real close. The jelly puss. You know, snip snip. I don't know if he's technically that smart, but I do think he has his role to play in the plot that's going down. But but why'd we let him take Laszlo then? Well, he's not leaving the tavern. He's like, they're up like getting food at the tavern. Oh, okay. I thought donuts were like in a different shop or something for some reason. No, this canonically since episode two, they do serve donuts in this tavern. It's the best tavern. <laughs> they, make, they make them at the bakery and then the tavern. Then Lycos buys them so that he can sell them at the tavern. Apparently all day. Probably because of a very specific customer. Is it is it not like the uh, like one of those buildings that has like one tavern and then one bakery, but they took down a wall in between so they could like serve sideways to the to the tavern all the all the donuts? No, the oh. other side of the tavern is just a McDonald's. <laughs> and a yeah, I was gonna say it's just like the Subway McDonald's they have at the gas stops where one half is one. No, one it's half not like that at all. <laughs> That's not gonna happen for another five hundred years. Ah, dang! But it's coming. Canonical. Eventually, yes, canonically it will happen. Fantasy McDonald's. So I asked this question a bit ago, but now that you guys are sitting at the tavern, uh, you guys complete a short rest Woo! while you're here. And you guys are going to have to tell me what you plan on doing from here on out because you guys have pretty much completed most of your minor quests so far, like the directions I've given you. So now the town sort of open to you guys to find your own leads and make your own decisions. Not right now, but tonight uh, Vez would like to go visit some of our friends, but she's not going to talk about that out in the open because mm. she doesn't want to get people in trouble. I think it also might be good to go interview a few of the other people who were you know, on, on our suspect list just to kind of get as much information about these disappearances as possible and then come up with some kind of plan of attack. Talk to like Lady Hecate's father. Heck, yeah. Father and some other people. Yeah. Maybe the one girl who's been having nightmares who got snatched. Yeah. You oh, could... hey guys, why don't we ask Farmer Rolf? Oh, wait a minute. Oh my God. Uh, it's too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Theo killed him in cold blood. Don't you dare put this on me. <laughs> This is not on me. Uh, I mean, kind of though, because like, no. apparently goats mean more than people do. Yeah. Don't you dare, Janelle. I thought we were friends. 
We are. Vez still has a lot of questions about Fio's priorities, though. <laughs> uh, well, I think at the very least, uh, when it comes close to bedtime, if we're not all dead, I had thought that Vez had mentioned that she wanted to have a, a head-to-head with everybody and like make sure we're on the same base since we're not in a underground area and we're safer in a tavern kind of a thing. So at the very least, we need to make time for that. So maybe a couple interviews or so before our meeting and then maybe our final meeting before bed. Why don't we all go upstairs and and dry off and change and maybe have a little chat? And she kind of looks around away from other prying ears. That sounds good. Master Cat jumps up on Vez's lap. And she looks at it and then very gently picks up the cat, walks to the tavern door opens the door, gently sets the cat down outside, and closes the door. You're a loud yowl before the door closes. (laughs) Jasper, I'm sure you have some sort of crazy plan cooking up there. Do you? Well, maybe we should wait until we get upstairs, but I'm interested to know what you think. Okay. Uh, Okay, so we have a room upstairs. Uh, I guess we'll just go. You guys have your rooms upstairs, so you guys go, you change, you dry off. And where are you guys going to gather to have your little powwow? Are all the rooms the same size? Uh, approximately. I think Bez has her own room, and then everyone else is doubling up, if I remember correctly. I don't remember how you guys initially yeah. planned yeah, it. Yeah, I think that's how we did it. So she probably has more room for the sheer fact that there's one less bed. Yeah, that sounds about right. So does everybody come to hang out? Yep. <laughs> that's the plan. And right, so you we're guys there. All Good job. Gather, you guys all gather up in Vez's room? Okay, gentlemen. So there's some things obviously we all need to talk about. And I guess we need to just get to know each other a little bit better before we have another incident like my own. And she walks over to her, the window, and throws the blanket from her bed over it so people can't somehow magically see in and changes into herself and puts her trunk in front of the door so nobody can just barge in. <laughs> okay, so who would like to go first and explain more about yourself? We don't have to have deep, hardcore conversations, but just if there are going to be any other big surprises, they need to come out now. She looks at Theo. <laughs> Jasper, do you do you need to eat food? Is, is that his thing? <laughs> I just wanted to, I mean, since since we're putting things out in the open. Also, do you have an on and off button? Everything I'm, I'm just... has an on and off button. And no, I don't need to eat. Would it be more comfortable if I did? I have to expel it afterwards by pulling it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gross. Wow, we're really getting in there. But thank you for answering my question. Okay, I'll go. Theo stands up. Hi, my name is Theo. Hi, Theo. Hi, Hi, guys. <laughs> Tuo barks. Uh, this is Tuo. This is my doggy, Tuo. Tuo, say hi. Tuo barks again. Everybody, hi, Tuo. Hi, Tuo. Hi, Tuo. I like this gag. This is good. Theo, <laughs> <laughs> what do you have to say? I, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but I, I can do magic. Yes, we took note of that earlier. Oh, 
Okay, it's not a su- it's not a surprise. Okay, um, I don't know how I do magic, and uh, I'm sorry. This is really hard for me. He's he's starting to get all redder, and he's starting to get a little tear eyes. Like I, I don't know how to control it either, and the underground. It was. I was. I'm really scared of what happened with the big ball of fire and how I wasn't hurt. Something similar that happened, which is kind of why I left home. Uh, and then we have the shop that I think I imagined, unless Gunner was being weird about. Gunner, was that you being weird, or did I imagine that? Th- that was me being weird because we were in the middle of the street and you were telling everyone that you were visited a magical shop in the ba- in the back of an alley. That's not normal. No, it's it's not. Fir- first of all, it's not normal. Second of all, I I was making a cover story. So that people only thought you were crazy and that we weren't all crazy. Well, I just don't understand why I didn't see it. Okay, here's another thing, guys. I don't understand how magic works. I, I just, I've never seen anything like what we've seen in the past week, let alone the past month of traveling with you all. I've, this is all so new. I am literally just, I was on my way to find someone to help me te- teach me what this all means and how it connects me to the, to the world. And I have, I, I was just, I'm a firefighter from, from Langavater. I, I'm just a normal guy with abnormal abs, ab, abnormals, abs of <coughs> extra normal. Theo, what, what is your point? I, I'm scared and I, I need your guys' help and I'll tell you everything I can, like, Watch this. And he casts uh, Burning Hands, which I forgot to mention from... Just in, the, in this <laughs> room? Wow, wait, wait, wait a minute. Hang on. What's the one thing What's the one thing that I can do that's not... Oh, death? produce flame? Produce, one, produce flame. flame. Yeah, so he's he, not Burning Hands. Sorry. Too much. Watch this. Shoots, shoots friend in the chest. This is called a gun, in case you weren't aware. No, I'm sorry. The better part is you'd set the entire tavern on fire. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> true. Sorry. No, no, no. My bad. I meant to say he casts um, Produce Flame, and he just has a flame in his hands that he, he cups his hands towards his chest and then thinks real hard and then tenses his muscles, and suddenly a, a flame gets produced into his hand that he just kind of holds. It's like, I, I can just do this. But I'm so afraid to do it. I figured you guys could put it out if it got out of control, but it's... I don't know what this means. And and I just... No one else knows what this means. There's no one like me back home. I, I was adopted. I don't know who my parents are, and... I had a family, but you guys are, are so cool. And I like you a lot, and I've, I feel like we've grown together as friends and, and things. And I just... I need you all so much, and this is really hard. And that's... Don't you start crying, or else I'm, no. I'm not going to be able to hold it together. You, Gunner. you hold yourself together. There's just tears coming out of Gunner's eyes. Gunner, no. I'm sorry. I can't you don't hold have it. To do this. Gunner. <laughs> 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 he just hugs him. <laughs> he was just a boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big boy. And when Tua was my dog, I saved him from a fire. <laughs> Oh, well, that's good to know. Oh, my, my real name is is Fortia Spita, but Theo works better. I go by that. No one ever asked. <laughs> that's why I didn't say it. Yeah. 
Okay, well, I, I think we learned a lot. Uh, this Was that too much? Did I do too much? No, you, you, you're fine. Okay. I always just assumed your name was Theo. No, that's my title. Um, I'm a, I'm a fire equipment officer. Oh. <laughs> Vez loses it. She literally just like looks at you, tries to hold it in, and then falls back on her bed laughing. So you've been having us call you by your job title this whole time and not your name. Well, yeah, I thought, you know, we were trying to be professional as an adventuring group. And, well, people just call me Theo because they don't like saying my full name either. You don't call the sheriff by his first name if he's trying to sheriff you or, or help you out. I'm, I'm a firefighter. They say Theo because they need, they need me when I've, I've got the big axe. I made this one. And I use it to break down doors. They say, Phil! And I go, yes, that's me. And I go and I chop the, the door. So what is your real name again? It's Fotia Spitia. Yeah, I'm just going to have to keep calling you Phil for Yeah, right that's now. what I said. The people just, that's what people do. It's, they don't want to say the full name. It's Phil is faster. And you have fires that are dangerous. And you need to be quick. That's why I'm quick. Well, what about you, Vez? You guys figured out my pretty big secret accidentally. I am a changeling. My real name is Vez, though. I don't have some weird whatever fancy name that Theo actually has. It's not weird. It's a job title. Anyways, Vez is my real name. I'm a changeling. Hello. Um, Hi, she's doing Vez. Like <laughs> she's in her changeling form now. I, I am a monk. I did come from a monastery. Yes, the people at my monastery know who I truly am. I also don't have parents anymore because I guess that's just how this works. And I don't know. I, I don't know what else to tell you guys. Me being a changeling was kind of my big thing. <laughs> cool. Yep. What about you, Aegon? I feel like I don't really know anything about you. Well, I, I must say that's nothing too interesting about me. I'm a priest in the service of the Sovereign Church. Uh, and I've been given a task by the the goddesses to go out and, and help people. And they've bestowed upon me some power to uh, aid in that quest. Like what? And which goddess exactly do you follow? Well, uh, specifically, I'm in service of the goddess Tamara. Yes, and since we're talking about families, uh, I don't have quite as unfortunate of circumstances as Yuvez and Fio. Uh, my parents are still alive and well back at home, along with my siblings. Okay, I'm going to ask it, and I apologize now. Of course. Is everyone in your family also a tiefling? No, uh, it's just me and my father, actually. It, it would seem that, uh, it would seem that it's a patrilineal thing. Or maybe not. I, I'm not exactly sure how it all works. Thank you. Well, Jasper, would you like to go next? What do you wish to know? There are a lot of things that I know that I don't want to know, but are there anything you feel like we should really know about you that if they were to come out later may be a detriment? No. If you wish to know my life story, I am just from the gnomish capital. And that's it, really. That's where I lived. Is that where you learned magic? Yes. There's a teacher there. Maybe you could help Theo understand his magic a little bit better, since I'm pretty sure you you might have, well, any of you magic users, I guess, might have a better grasp on 
how that works. I get mine through intense studying. I think the cleric might do a better job at understanding what happens. Well, I, I don't know that we have a cleric in this party, but... Uh, <laughs> I, I think Theo is much like myself is in that he has some sort of innate bloodline magic. As a tiefling, I, I can use a bit of magic myself before... Or I could before I was granted my powers. Uh, Jasper, can I ask you a question? Sure. What is your favorite color? Green. Very bright green. That's a good color. The same color as my eyes, in fact. Oh, it is. Look at that. Cool. That's all I need to know. Most of my body was built after a while by myself and maintained. It is to my liking in both colors and style. Do, do you have parents? Like a, like a dad? Like a mom? I have a creator. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, come on, Theo. I, I, Gunner is like leaning in. I, I think you might have struck a nerve with him, or, or uh, maybe uh, a, or maybe a, a, a fiber rather. Uh, I, I, we're asking about parents. I thought I, I thought that was the deal. Okay, okay. I'm just saying. Don't worry. If you're concerned about my parents, she is doing well. Oh, it's great. Oh, it's That's awesome. Very good. Very good. I'm sure Sunday we'll go back and retire at the nice place in the gnomish quarters in our mansion. Mansion? He's fancy. You do know I am a servant, after all. No, it. My model of Warforge is meant to be of a servant's class. Oh. I'm not built for war, hence why I'm made of gold. Well, you're pretty good at it. Whole cockatrice. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like a, kind of like a, and then a. Oh, that's good. I can't whistle. That yeah, it's much better. It's not fighting. I just believe the cockatrice merely felt sleepy at the moment. Oh. Most unfortunate. Gunner gets shivers. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So, Gunner. Oh, well, um, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't want to brag, but I, I used to be a comedian, and I was, I, I, I am a bard, I, I was a bard, and, uh, and uh, I went to college. Hmm. Would have thought maybe you'd be a little smarter, but I guess oh, that's not the case. <laughs> Ooh. Well, that's not very, you know what you know I used to do some cool stuff yeah I, I used to run around and mm -hmm. um, I, I, I used to jump across buildings yeah I, I I was listen were you yes so cool I was so cool yeah I, I used to I've had had these two cool badass scimitars I called them Dez and Troy and together I Troy Dezed oh gonna what? I think you. Uh, I think he means you missed. Destroy. He's trying to be funny. Is 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 that not how you say it? Oh goodness. So you were college, and then you weren't, and then Theo found you, and then you became best friends. Well, best friends. Uh, yes, we are. Best. We smoked friends. meat together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Callback. Well, uh, that's uh, where we met in the village for a I, couple of days. I, I don't like to talk about this, but I guess since ever, everyone else has been so open, I used to have ties with some questionable people. Uh, Gunner. Bounty hunter for a crime lord for a while. I know. Gunner. Lo looking at me, you never would have guessed. No, you're such an innocent boy. <laughs> you, you know I'm like 10 years older than you. Maybe Are you? I really can't tell. 
Well, I guess since we're at this part, how old are you, Gunner? Like, 20? But that's rude. You, you, I, I mean, it's, it's I thought he was 16. Like myself, so is. I'm 30. Come on. <laughs> I. He is a bit angsty, Jasper. He's a bit angsty sometimes. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay. Then I was. A young warthog. Then <laughs> I was a young warthog. Then <laughs> I was a young warthog. Nice. Then <laughs> I was a young man. I was reckless and I had a certain partnership with uh, other bounty hunters and things kind of went south and uh, then I and then I took some time off in uh, Minderos for oh gosh was it was it really 10 years oh and um, and yeah and then well I, I, I got a letter one day and now I guess I'm back in action. Well, you may never hear me say this in public, but we're glad to have you as part of our team. Well, you, she said it. Everybody heard it. She said it. <laughs> Which bounty hunter organization did you work for? Well, yeah, I I, I, uh, I, don't know if I want to get into all that, Jasper, but I, uh, let's just say I, I used to be a very different person back then. Do you think we'd run into those people at any point? Gunner is just his entire body is just stiff and he's like oh well I guess I didn't think about that uh I hope not well if it gets to that point then we'll deal with it as it comes up hopefully we don't though but knowing us we will but I think we can cross that bridge when it happens we're good at crossing bridges (laughs) (laughs) all of us except for you Fio but I, I was fine you stepped on a nail it hurt. <laughs> Listen, I've learned a lot since our first like mission way back when. I've I've learned how not to step on nails. I'm very happy for you. Thank you, guys. Now now that we've gotten all this out of the way, uh, what what do you think we should do as our next step? So I agree with um whoever said it earlier. <laughs> that we should talk to some of those people on our list. I also, now that we're here and by ourselves, there's something I would like to talk about with you guys. I think that Steven is actually, or his wife, I don't know which one, is a changeling, and their baby is definitely a changeling. This? No, like I saw the baby change. Really? I didn't notice anything. It's its hair, and I wouldn't expect you to notice, because... Well, it's not a I was eating thing. a lot. I was eating a lot. You were very distracted by the dumplings. Anyways, I would like to go and have a chat with them, but we can't all go because he's already gotten in trouble with the head of the god. I'll go. I can disguise <laughs> No, Fio. Um. <laughs> Gunner, Gunner pats Fio on the back. I think you better sit this one out, buddy. Oh, okay. I can have more donuts. But I do know someone else who can. And she kind of looks at Jasper. Jasper then shifts into the elven-looking man and says, Sure. Yeah, you're using your your new ring of disguise self, right? Yep. That's cool. How long does that last? I forget. Indefinitely. Oh, that's awesome. Is it just at will then? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Saves me spell slots. I'll say. So that is something I think we should do. And then we have to meet with... Donut Man. Do you speak any other languages, Fez? 
Elvin or as something else, gnomish? I speak Elvin as part of the gig. That's kind of why I choose to look like a half-elf. Um, that and, like, you know, if somebody were to kind of do do some look-sees, they, it would make more sense why I give off fey vibes. She kind of smiles. <laughs> so, and I speak Sylvan, but, you know, that doesn't always come in very helpful in the normal realm of things. But my mom taught me. Cool, so we're going to split the park. <laughs> yeah. You guys could hang out near, kind of like what we did with what we did with Aegon, but you can't, like, go up to his house. Then do you think we should check out... Why don't we go talk to Ashlyn, the serving girl? According to the list, she was one of the first people to go missing. Uh, but now she's too sick to work, and, and she and she lives with her family. So if, if we can find out where she lives, then I think we should go take a visit. Cool. Is that, is, is that going to be Aegon and Gunnar and Theo doing that, and then Jasper and Vez heading over to talk to Steve? Is that the idea? I figured the idea was that we would hang outside while Jasper and Vez were talking to Steve and the guard. Like, hang around the vicinity oh, and not go in. Gotcha. Sorry, I missed, I, I didn't understand. My bad. Sorry yeah, to know. We, just, we, we, we don't want to have another cockatrice situation. So. No, no, we won't. We, we killed that. <laughs> I'm being dumb. I understand. Okay. That sounds like a good plate for the rest of the day since it's, uh, you know, it's not too late in the evening, but it's close enough to five. Sounds like a plan. All right. So you guys are going to go visit Bernadette, Stephen's wife, at home. And then after that, you're planning on going and talking to Ashlyn, the sick serving girl. That's pretty much most of your plans for the next few hours, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Alrighty. Um, so Jasper, so you're going to go as the elf, right? I responded Elvin. Yes. It worked better this way. She nods, not even realizing for like half a second that he switched languages. Then she's like, oh. And she looks at him and you can see kind of her like gaze sort of blank out for a second and she picks an elven woman that she's seen that looks about as close as she can get to what Jasper looks like and changes. Are we siblings? I think that might be best. I changed to match the features since I can closer. Thank you. This is such a weird exchange for people <laughs> to watch because you just see one person shift, another person shift, another person shift in response to the shifting. And they're speaking in Elven the whole and time. So if you don't elven. speak Elven, they're just speaking gibberish. Yeah. G- Gunner tries to respond. Uh, see, I, I, I know where the bathroom is. Yeah, see, I took Elven in college, but I really don't remember any of it, so... It's like kind of. Aren't you? <laughs> Weren't you? Yeah, but they never taught me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Poor half elf doesn't know his own, doesn't know his language. Uh, it's one of those bilingual family problems where they only teach you one of the languages. I mean, it's possible that he just didn't get the chance to speak Elvin for ten years. Just yeah. Forgot. If, you, if you don't use it, you lose it. And then we visit Ashlyn. I have a disguise of my own. And Gunner turns around real quick, pulls out his clipboard, and he does a 180. <laughs> and his whole demeanor is different. He's like, 
Yeah, I'm gonna be inspector, also middle manager, Dan Ferg. Oh, God. Oh, where did Gunner go? Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to see the paperwork for this. I, I have, don't. Uh, I don't have paperwork. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Uh, hate, hate to do this to you, but I'm gonna have to mark that down on my sheet here. I, I, no, I'm sorry, Aragon. are you? Aragon, where's the paperwork? You had it, I thought. Is this, uh, uh, I, I assume this facility is ISO 9001 certified, right? <laughs> Aegon, is it certified? Aegon. I, I don't remember, Fio. I, <laughs> I thought that Laszlo was uh, in charge of the certification process. Yeah, it's, it's Laszlo. It's Laszlo. He should know. Go talk to Laszlo. Uh, Gunner goes, guys, guys, it's me. And Gunner specifically holds up. He, he's been using his uh, new magical item, the auditor's clipboard, which lets him, as a reminder from our previous episode, allows him to have advantage on uh, charisma, deception, persuasion checks to convince people that I have something important to do and should be in my current location. Jasper begins to stop channeling the firebolt spell he is preparing because there is an intruder. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna kill him he's like he's like i did not expect any auditors today yeah. <laughs> we can't afford to lose our certification <laughs> fez kind of looks around what is going on <laughs> vez play along he's doing his thing come on give oh. him some confidence yeah, sorry. uh it says right here, uh, the, your queen sheets are supposed to be signed off on. Um, I'm, I'm going to need a copy of those. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Vez, you're on it, right? Yep, and she's they're just, uh, they're just right here, and she pulls the cover off of the window, wraps it around uh, Gunner, <laughs> and then shoves him over on the bed. Run! <laughs> <laughs> Dan Ferg will get you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, share it and our other episodes with your friends, family, and co-workers. Your boss, if you're daring. Visit our website to find your copy of a D&D Quick Starter Guide, and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description. There, we discuss episodes, Dungeons & Dragons, and STEM topics that we all love. Thanks again for listening. We can't wait to see you here at Applied Dungeoneering. Some of the background music in this episode is from Monument Studios. Check out their other music at monumentstudios.net. The song Waterkeep is from Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash nc dash nd slash 4.0.